In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. When our Lord told us about what we are going to face in this world, He did not promise us a life free from hardships, or tribulations, or afflictions, or persecution. But actually, he told us, you will carry your cross. If you want to follow me, you will carry your cross. Which means, you will suffer, you will be persecuted, you will face hardships and afflictions. But, he promised us also deliverance and victory at the end. That's why we heard in the psalm of today, we went through fire and water, but you brought us out into a place of refreshment. We can understand this verse in a different way. We went through fire and water, different types of hardships. Water reminding us with the children of Israel after the exodus from Egypt, they were in the wilderness of Sinai. In front of them, the Red Sea, and behind them, Pharaoh and all his soldiers. So, it was a very difficult situation. But, Moses comforted them and told them, stand still and see the deliverance of the Lord. They trusted God. And God actually opened a road in the middle of the sea for the children of Israel. And they were able to cross the Red Sea on the road, as if it is road. And when Pharaoh and his chariots followed them, what happened? The Red Sea actually drowned them. The water closed up on them, and all of them were drowned in the Red Sea. Deliverance went through water. Fire reminds us with the three young men. When Nebuchadnezzar uh, threw them in the furnace of fire, because they refused to worship the idol. And people, actually, who threw them in the fire, because the fire was very hot, they died. But the three young men, nothing happened to them. And he saw a fourth person walking in them in the midst of the fire. And the fire were turned into cold dew. And at the end, he called them out of the fire. And they came, even one single hair from their head was not burned. Yes, we will go through water and fire, but you brought us out into a place of refreshment. But we can understand it differently, water and fire. Fire represents also the Holy Spirit. So, water and fire means going through the baptism. 
to be born again not from flesh but from water and spirit as the Lord said to Nicodemus unless you are born again from water and spirit you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven so we went through fire and water means the fire the Holy Spirit that's hovering on the water of baptism and when we go through this water and fire we become new creation in the Lord Jesus Christ we become heavenly citizens now we can call God the Father our Father and now are eligible for the in, in, uh, inheritance of the kingdom of God nowadays maybe some of us think that the time of persecution is over uh, here in, in the West like in America we face a different type of persecution it's not persecution like murder like ha what happens in, in Egypt and all this uh, during these 20,000 years from the time of Christianity but we face a different type of persecution which is unless you are conformed to the ideology and to the principle of this world you will be called prejudiced extremist you heard a few weeks ago they kicked a Coptic person from the medical school because he just published a paper on abortion uh, so th that's persecution that's persecution unless you support abortion unless you support homosexuality unless support transgenderism unless you support all these false, false doctrines you will be persecuted you will be discriminated against and actually they will call it we have unconditional love we accept everybody and they twist the teaching of the scripture although they, they say they have unconditional love and they accept everybody but they don't accept the true Christian they discriminate against the true Christian so this unconditional love is not directed to the Christian to the faithful, to the believers they persecute them and call them bad names and exclude them but don't worry the Lord told us don't meditate beforehand on what you will answer for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist we have the Holy Spirit with us and God actually will inspire us how to respond to the false accusation how to respond to the twisting of the scripture in order to meet their own principles don't be afraid you need to stand strong in your faith you need to defend your faith don't yield don't compromise don't uh, 
persuade or try to please men. St. Paul said, if I please men, I am not a servant of Christ. You need actually to be strong in your faith, to defend your faith. Our fathers died in order to defend their faith. Not everybody was killed just because they did not worship idols or did not raise incense to the idols. No. Many people were killed just because they defended the faith. Like the Arians, they persecuted St. Athanasius. And St. Athanasius was exiled five times. Not because St. Athanasius refused to offer incense to the idols, no. Just because he said, Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is equal to God. Jesus is true divine. And he refuted the heresy of Arius when he said that the Son is less than the Father. Uh, many, uh, after the, the, the Council of Chalcedon, many people were actually persecuted from the Chalcedonian. Many people were killed by the Chalcedonians. And others actually were tortured, like St. Samuel the Confessor. He lost one of his eyes because he defended the true Orthodox faith that called by one nature of the incarnated Son of God. And he refused to sign on the tomb of Leo. So these people actually were persecuted not because of idols, not because they were Christian, but they were persecuted just because uh, they defended the faith. Defending the faith is a very important responsibility. As St. Peter said, be ready to give an answer for the reason of hope that is in you. Be ready to give a defense for the reason of hope that is in you. St. Anthony the Great, who lived in the desert, and he lived in a cave for 20 years, not seeing face of a human being. When he heard about the heresy of Arius, he left the desert, he left his cave, and went to Alexandria, to support St. Athanasius and to support the true faith. And when the people saw St. Anthony the Great, an elder from the desert, with his reverence coming out from the desert to say, no, Jesus is God. The Son is equal to the Father in divinity. They are one in essence. People actually believed and supported St. Athanasius. So, this story tells us how important to defend your faith. St. Anthony left the desert and left the life of uh, solitary life, life of contemplation and meditation to witness for the truth. Why? 
why defending the truth is very important. Because as the Lord said, the truth will set you free. False doctrine will not set you free. And doctrine shape our behavior. Doctrine shape our uh, conduct. Tell me what you believe and I will tell you what your behavior would look like. If you believe in what's right, then your behavior will be good. That's why St. James said, show me your faith by your works. Show me your faith by your works. Which means, my conduct will reflect my faith. Implies that the faith, my belief system, will actually influence how I conduct myself. During this time, even we will be betrayed by very, very close people to us. As the Lord said, you will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will send some of you to your death. You will be surpri surprised how in the same family some people start to adopt this false doctrine, supporting abortion, supporting homosexuality, supporting transgenderism, supporting uh, using of drugs and legalization of drugs like marijuana. So, in the same house, when you say, no, this is wrong, you will be bet betrayed and you will be persecuted in your own house. That's what the Lord said. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends. They will send some of you to your death. Unfortunately, and it is sad to tell you, many of our congregation who are active in the church, but they start to adopt these false doctrines. And they are trying to teach them to others and to attract them to this false doctrine using deceiving words and twisting the scripture. You need to be strong. You need to know the truth. You, you need not to be deceived even by people from the church. You need actually to seek the truth because the truth will set you free. But the Lord, after he told us this, again, he comforted us. He told, don't be afraid, but not a hair of your head shall be lost. Not a hair, one single hair of your head shall be lost. God will defend you. God will protect you. Your adversaries will not be able to hurt you. They will not. Just be strong in your faith. Don't be dismayed. Don't be afraid. They tried actually to scare Jeremiah in the Old Testament from testifying and witnessing for the truth. But Jeremiah was strong. They persecuted him. They threw him in a pit full of mud. They made many conspiracy about him to kill him. But they couldn't. God protected him. Not a single hair of your head shall be lost. What we need 
during this difficult time. The Lord told us, that's what you need. In your patience, possess your souls. Be patient. Be patient. Don't actually give up. Don't give in to their pressure. Don't. Just be patient. Wait for the Lord. How you possess your soul, how you save your soul, how to work with the divine grace to keep your soul from perishing, just be patient. Those who will endure to the end will be saved. During the time of the great tribulation, it will be a very difficult time, especially on the elect people of God. It will be a very difficult time, but we need to be patient. God promised us that he will shorten these days. He will be with us. Just be patient. St. Paul in his letter to the Hebrews, he told them, you need to be patient. Because Hebrews were Christian from Jewish background. Then the Jews start to persecute them in order to go back to Judaism. Some of them, because of the persecution, they start to give in and deny Christ and going back to Judaism. So St. Paul sent to them the letter to Hebrews to encourage them, to support them, and also to warn them. There are five warnings in this letter about apostasy. Apostasy means going back to Judaism. So he warned them five times about apostasy and going back to Judaism. Then in his letter, he told them, because you need patience. You need patience. Just endure to the end. God will not forsake you. He told us, I will never forsake you or leave you. He promised us not a single hair will fall down without his permission. Just be patient. Wait for the Lord. When we wait for the Lord, we will renew our power. We will renew our strength. We will be strong. So, how to face all these attacks on Christianity right now? Christianity is being attacked. How to face them? Number one, hold fast to the truth. The truth isn't the scripture. As it is interpreted interpreted by the early church father. We need to understand the scripture as the early church father explained it and uh, interpreted for us. So hold fast to the truth. Then you need to be witness. The Lord told us in, in in the gospel of today, it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. So this persecution, this attacks on Christianity, you have a role to be witness for the truth, to say, no, this is wrong. Your teaching is false. The Bible and the scripture and the holy tradition teaches us this is the truth, and the truth will set you free. It will turn out as an occasion for testimony. Don't waste this occasion. The Lord, before his ascension, told us, you will be witnesses of me in Jerusalem, Judea, 
and Samaria to the end of the world. So hold fast to the truth as interpreted by the early church father and as revealed in the scripture. Use this opportunity to bear witness for Christ. Ask the Holy Spirit to inspire you so you will be able to respond, you will be able to defend and also be patient. Remember this verse. Uh, in your patience possess your souls. Let us dedicate this liturgy to pray to God, to give us the grace of the Holy Spirit, to be strong and steadfast in our faith, to defend it, to be patient, to endure, and to be true witnesses for him and for the truth. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.